For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. 37 degrees here at the Wax 104.5 studio as we get those morning chores started. Again, Scott with you this morning, back in the saddle this week. And boy, feeling back in the saddle, that's one thing, but getting that extra hour of sleep that uh, the night before last sure seemed to help a lot when we turn back the clocks. We joke a lot about falling backwards and springing forward with those clocks, I know, but it always feels good when we get back to the normal time. The downside of that is, people say, is that it gets dark way too early in the afternoon. The good way to look at that, though, is I just looked it up. The first day of winter is December 21st. That means we're only 51 days away from it starting to get light longer during the day. So, you know, we it's not all bad. It's November, folks. And this is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It's 5 a.m. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. A number of White House officials scheduled to give depositions in the impeachment inquiry today aren't going to attend. The four officials plan to skip the closed-door question sessions. Two of the officials have already been subpoenaed, and Democratic lawmakers say they might hand out subpoenas for the others. Three committees in the Democrat-led House are investigating President Trump's phone call with Ukraine's leader, in which he asked Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden. Authorities in Southern California say the wildfires are largely under control, but the risk remains high. The Ventura County Fire Department says the Maria Fire, which burned about 10,000 acres north of Los Angeles, was 70% contained as of Sunday night. Two other fires in the area, the Easy Fire in Ventura County and the Getty Fire in Los Angeles, were fully contained over the weekend. Authorities are warning, however, that the risk of wildfires will remain high in the week ahead. A pair of Kenyan runners are the winners of the New York City 2019 Marathon. Steve Greenfield reports. Jocelyn Jepkoskai was the first to finish this year's women's race, and Jeffrey Kamwarwarp took the prize for the men. Manuela Schaller of Switzerland won her third straight women's wheelchair title, giving her eight consecutive marathon major victories. And Daniel Rumenschuk of the U.S. won the men's wheelchair race once again in a tight finish over Switzerland's Marcel Hug. Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio, New York. Funeral services for former Detroit Congressman John Conyers will be held today in Detroit. Conyers died late last month at the age of 90. Former President Bill Clinton will attend the service, which starts at 11 a.m. Conyers served for 53 years in Congress, longer than any other African-American in history, but was driven out of office in 2017 by sexual harassment accusations. And the CDC reports at least one person is dead from a salmonella outbreak linked to ground beef. So far, there have been 10 known salmonella infections across six states. Eight of those cases required hospitalization. The death happened in California. Lab tests indicate that ground beef is the likely source of this outbreak. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Hi, I'm Gibby the Goldfish. The holidays are upon us, and you know what that means. Aunt Martha's coming. You don't want the topic of conversation around the dinner table to be about your smelly or bad-tasting tap water, do you? Contact my water experts at Gibson's Water Care for a free home water analysis. Locally owned, American-made products, and no long-term contracts. Go online to Gibson's Water Care for more information. It's the Truckload Tire Event at Sherrill Tire and Service. Big savings on truckloads of tires now through November 23rd with up to $150 in Goodyear rebates too. Find your location at SherrillTire.com. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. 
5.04 a.m. here at Wax 104.5 and at Dummer's Grain Service in Buck Country Grain. The cash price for the new crop 19 for December on corn is three fifty nine, and the soybeans new crop 19 price uh, for December or for November rather is eight sixty four. I'll look at some of the weather uh, as I said before 37 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse has 42, Marshfield's at 39, Green Bay 40, Rice Lakes at 30, Wausau is at 36, Madison has 41, Milwaukee 42, and my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 31 degrees there. We can expect some light snow that's possible this morning, but uh, mostly dry day is expected with the cool temperatures hanging around. A clear sky is expected tonight and into Tuesday. Today we're looking at a high of 39 with a low of 20. Tuesday a high of 34 and a low of 26. Wednesday a high of 33, a low of 15 with snow returning. And we'll be hearing more from Tucker over at Skywarn 13 about the weather later here in the program. At this year's World Forage Analysis Super Bowl, Mycogen Seeds customers won Grand Champion of BMR Corn Silage, Grand Champion by a first-time entrant, swept all top 10 spots in the BMR category, and won the Quality Counts title. Here's what the winners have to say. Craig McDaniel from Roethlisberger Dairy. Our hybrid sample this year was F2F499. The feed quality has been very good, and the cows respond very well to it. We seem to make a lot of milk from it. Stanley Lewis from Rolay Dairy. This is our first year entering contest. We've been growing BMR going on 20 years, I believe now. We're very happy with it. We know there's lots of milk in it. We feed it 100% to our cows. Barb Smith from Norrich Acres. I would give the advice that, you know, don't be afraid to try something new. It's always good to be tested through microgen. We can see the results, and if they're good, then you continue with them. Feed what the winners feed. Learn more at mycogen.com slash worldforage. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. 5.07 a.m. with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report chores. A first look at the morning markets. Fed beef steers on the cash livestock side, this is. Fed beef steers are at 104 to 109 with mixed going for 59 to 103. Fed beef heifers are at 101 to 107 and three quarters with mixed 65 to a dollar. Fed Holstein steers are at 85 to 91 and a quarter with select and choice 50 to 84. Cows 36 to 61 and bulls 50 to 83. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 33 to 40 and a half. Sows 28 to 45 and boars 10 to 25. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 112 to 148 and feeder lambs are at 105 to 195. On the futures side, Live cattle for December are at 119.52. That's up 230. February at 124.22, up 187. April, 125.45, up 150. June, 117.75, up 145. Feeder cattle for November are at 149.12, up 152. January, 146, up 132. March, 145.12, one forty-five, twelve, up one seventy-five. April, one forty-six, forty, one up, one seventy-seven. And May, one forty-seven, seventeen, up one eighty-two. Lean hogs for December are at sixty-four, forty-five, down a dollar fifty-five. February at seventy-two, fifty-seven, down seventy-five cents. April at seventy-nine, forty-seven, down thirty-seven. And May, eighty-four, forty, down. 37. And a first look at the dairy markets. Barrels of cheese ended Friday at 232 and a half. That's up two and three quarters. 40 pound blocks at 215 and a half, down two. Grade AA butter at 208, down a quarter. 
The Class 3 futures, November is at 2019. Yes, 2019, up 8. December 1970, up 23. January 1811, up 24. February 1724, up 8. And those prices are mostly up through summer and make me happy to come back and read them this morning, folks. Our next farm tour goes to Costa Rica and Panama. We'll sail right through the Panama Canal. It's time for you to find out more at some travel parties about our tour. November 6th at the Holiday Vacations Conference Center on Henry Avenue in Eau Claire at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 7 p.m. And the next day, November 7th in Marshfield, 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. at the Holiday Inn Hotel and Conference Center right on South Central Avenue. Come to the free travel parties and find out about our trip to Costa Rica and Panama in March. It's time for another Pioneer Seeds Harvest Update. I'm Scott Schultz this morning with Joe Iles, a Western Wisconsin field agronomist with Pioneer. Joe, it seems we have a lot of effects coming in the future yet from this year's harvests and this year's crops. It was a tough year, and you've told me that white mold might not be done with us just because we're done with this harvest or getting done with this harvest where the soybeans are concerned. Yeah, good morning, Scott. So uh, we definitely did see a heck of a lot of white mold out in the fields here this year. And while it certainly did have an impact on the yields that are being harvested and, and you know the yields that we did get to see, I, I think that there's a heck of a lot more in this story to be written. Uh, we know that the white mold sclerotia, they hang around in fields. As for as much as, as, as much as a couple of years down down the road, and the whole point we're trying to get at here is that as much as we had to manage for that this year, I think it's very important as you're making decisions for the 2020 growing season to ensure that the white mold piece is part of that conversation, whether it's with your with your management system or even with your seed selection for next year. Uh, on the seed selection side, I think it's very important that every producer out there who's experienced white mold is asking their seed guy and having that conversation about white mold and the ability of the varieties that are out there to show some resistance to white mold in these fields. So it, it just needs to be a part of the conversation as decisions are made for 2020. Fungicides, uh, possibility to control it for next year, or don't we look that far ahead quite yet? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's certainly part of the, the equation. Uh, we know there's many tools for managing white mold. Uh, certainly fungicides is one of them. Variety selection is another one. Rotation is a big deal. Uh, there's a few other you know, tips and tricks that are out there as well. So it, it's really a, a multi-pronged approach to managing white mold. Just don't want guys to forget about it uh, as we move into the 2020 season. There's a lot of things that need to be considered there and should not um, should not be left behind in that plan for the 2020 season. It's never too early to get an agronomist out there in the field and to go over it with, uh, with you then, is it, Joe? Absolutely. Agree with that 100%. All right. That's Joe Iles, Western Wisconsin field agronomist with Pioneer Seeds with another Pioneer Seeds Harvest Update. I'm Scott Schultz. Try the new Chipotle chicken scrambled egg and avocado breakfast wrap at Panera and pair it with freshly ground and brewed coffee. Breakfast that's fast, not fast food. Panera, food as it should be. 12 minutes past five bells here at Wax 104.5. Hey, we got some hay. We got some hay in this year. It it was a challenge, but it got in, and now it's time to really get down and analyze what we have in the barn. And Bob caught up with Dr. Dan Undersander at UW Madison, our forage specialist there, to talk about that. Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, joins us once again on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. And, Dan, we talk a lot, you've mentioned it a few times, about getting that inventory of our hay going. Know what you've got. But not just the amount. Quality is really important because this uh, hay price isn't seeming to come down across the country if you've got to buy quality feed. That's right, Bob. Uh Quality hay is somewhat scarce across the nation this year. Uh, We had a lot of issues putting up the hay around the rains that we had, but so did a lot of the other country from Manitoba uh, over into uh, Nebraska and Kansas. Uh, Everybody had a lot of rains this year, so a lot of hay was harvested later than we'd like. A significant portion of it got rained on. And so, so the first thing is is to analyze the hay that you have and to recognize that uh, 
if you've done as well as previous years, you're kind of exceptional because most of the hay that was and haylage that was uh, harvested this year is not of the quality that we'd really like to see. Uh, secondly, as you're looking at your feed inventories, uh, particularly for dairy cattle, if you really do want some good quality hay once you've uh, uh, determined your own inventory, then it is uh, best to go after that quickly because the, uh, the supply of really dairy quality hay is small and will disappear quickly from uh, the, the market. So do look at what you have. Do recognize that everybody is, uh, or most people, uh, don't have the quality hay that they would like to have or have had in the past. And then uh, recognize that uh, if you need to buy some to keep your milk production up, uh, then it might be worthwhile to get after that and make those purchases as quickly as possible. Yeah, sooner than later is good advice. Thanks, Dan. Dr. Dan Undersander, again, inventory your hay for not just quantity, but quality as well. Dan Undersander on our next Girl Alfalfa Update program. Sure Start 2, Kelex, Classic. More than 100 crop protection products. Enser, Ever Preax, and List Duo. That's what's available through the True Choice offer from Corteva AgriScience. Approach Prima, Sonic. It's an offer simpler than saying all these names in 60 seconds. Trivents, Realm Q. Just make a qualifying Pioneer brand product purchase, and Corteva Cash is put into your True Choice account at your crop protection retailer. No waiting, no rebate. Then you can put that Corteva Cash towards more than 100 crop protection herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, and stabilizers. And as you can hear, there are a lot of options for you. Open Sky, Elevor. With the True Choice offer, the only hard part is figuring out which of these products you want. Perfect match. Resicor, Instinct. Ask your local Pioneer sales representative or your crop protection retailer about the True Choice offer. More choices, more savings. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Thirty-seven degrees here at Wax one hundred four point five with the morning chores. We've been telling you a lot lately about the Wisconsin Dairy Innovation Hub, which was uh, included with eight point eight million dollars in this latest state biennial budget. And uh, there's more to talk about with that. Bob visited with Dr. Dale Gallenberg over at UW River Falls. Dr. Gallenberg, of course, the dean of agriculture courses over there at the university and uh, UW River Falls along with UW Platteville and UW Madison of course all are part of that dairy innovation hub development where hopefully some great ideas for the dairy dairy industry are spawned and Bob visited with him about the uh, on the ground level what's going to be happening with that project. This is Reba McClone from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and there have been a lot of things swirling around about ways to help in the dairy industry via innovation or new programs. And one of the things that combines those two is the Dairy Innovation Hub, and that's going to involve all three universities. And, Scott, you guys up there were able to find out more about what the universities are going to be doing. That's right, Reba. Three agriculture colleges in the UW system, UW-River Falls, UW-Madison, and UW-Platteville, are part of that new Wisconsin Dairy Innovation Hub. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. The Wisconsin legislature has approved $8.8 million for that innovation hub in the current biennial budget. And Bob Bosold recently spoke about the project with Dr. Dale Gallenberg, who's the dean of the UW-River Falls College of Agriculture, Food, and Environmental Sciences. He asked how it'll all work and how it will be sustained. 
The concept behind this is an investment uh, in the three universities to help address some of the issues that the Wisconsin dairy industry is going through. So um, Innovation Hub, uh, that, that word says, uh, or those words uh, say a couple things. One, innovation. So a major emphasis of the hub is going to be research and development. So investments in new research, uh, new research projects at the uh, three campuses. Hub emphasizes that, that it's a group. So there will be collaboration among the three institutions uh, across and within outside with with industry so um, the focal points are really uh, investment in new discoveries uh, new new information and doing that in a collaborative manner now we have kind of a blank canvas for doing this so it's going to be kind of uh, put up by the by the three colleges how is the responsibility being broken down between the three campuses, both uh, for what you do individually and, and what you do as a hub, three campuses together? So the, the structures that we proposed uh, to date, there will be an executive committee, which will essentially be the three deans uh, from the colleges at Madison, Platteville, and River Falls. Uh, the budget for the hub calls for a hub director, so there'll be a, a faculty member at Madison uh, who will be the hub director, um, providing support uh, to two activities, uh, uh, a coordination within the hub, as well as a direct link to the executive committee. Beyond that, we're forming an advisory committee, which will be largely equally represented between the three campuses, so university individuals, along with industry partners who will provide advice. Uh, the, the function of the advisory committee is to help provide the oversight, the direction to ensure that the hub funds are directed in the right manner and being spent in the right places. As far as the money just being within the past few weeks allocated, how far are we along as far as working together or coming up with some of the innovative things that the universities and the research people here at the campuses are going to be working on as far as topics and things like that? So so there's a, a couple parts to that uh, question, Bob. Uh, in anticipation of funding, the three campuses have been having regular uh, phone conference calls and other conversations on moving forward. Uh, the legislature approved uh, funding initially for the current biennium split um, of the 8.8 million, 1 million in the first year, and then starting in year two, uh, 7.8 million across the three campuses that will be ongoing. Uh, to a certain extent, having the lower amount up front assists us in getting things started, getting it off the ground without having to fully implement until year two and beyond. So there are several, actually four focal areas within the hub. Uh, the campuses have had conversations about how they're going to deploy funds broadly as well as within those four fund or uh, four focal points in terms of uh, faculty hires, uh, teaching emphasis, research emphasis, uh, renovations, equipment, and so on. Brick and mortar, this money is not for new brick and mortar, is it? It is not for new brick and mortar, but uh, we, we all plan to use the word renovation in terms of description of ongoing uh, activities on campus. And by that, we mean uh, renovation of a laboratory in terms of upgrades to equipment um, out at the lab farm, uh, for example, at, uh, at River Falls, um, uh, creating structures within the the uh, uh, cattle housing uh, area that will allow us to do research, uh, move uh, groups of animals around and so on. So we are not building buildings, but within the laboratories, within the farm structures, we have certainly some attention to equipment and other means to enhance the research that we're doing. And of course, you have to have some of this stuff done before you can actually do the research. And then you alluded to it, faculty hires and staff hires, is it going to be equal at all three campuses or 
does each campus uh, have an idea of what you're going to need? So, so the basic uh, uh, structure of the hub funding is the 7.8 million ongoing will be split 52% going to UW-Madison and then the remaining 48% split equally, 24% each to uh, Platteville and River Falls. Now the, the two budgets for River Falls and, and Platteville look very similar, as you might guess. Uh, Madison, it looks much, the simil much similar as well, but, but obviously on a, a greater scope. All campuses plan to make some additional faculty hires, so new positions. Uh, we'll also support research in other ways through investments in current faculty. Uh, teaching and academic program is understood to be a, a component of this as, as well, along with purchases of equipment, uh, renovations of space, uh, hiring some additional uh, support staff at each campus as well. It sounds like then for the for the undergraduates would be an opportunity for expanded class opportunities or uh, classroom activities at uh, all three campuses. That that will be the case. Certainly, the the uh, the undergraduate mission at uh, Platteville and River Falls might be looked at differently than at Madison, but but all three campuses will be be enhancing undergraduate. Uh, uh, academic experience to, to be sure. As you might guess, a, an increased focus on graduate students and graduate programming at Madison, the, the research that will flow through uh, graduate assistantships and, and whatnot. But part of the emphasis in the hub in terms of solving problems in the dairy industry is keeping the pipeline of talent full. And to do that, both a focus on undergraduate uh, education, graduate education, in addition to the to the research and development that will come out of the hub. And of course, we are still in the development of the innovation hub, but at this time, how much have you got decided upon, say, just here at River Falls, that you will be doing for research, uh, innovation? Have you got uh, some of those things, I would assume, already at least on the drawing board, if not on the fast track. So, so certainly we have some ongoing projects that we'd expect to enhance. We, we do have some ideas on the drawing board that, that likely uh, some will be brought forward. Uh, we're, we're trying to maintain a balance still in the early stages here with making sure we've got the structures for advice and oversight in place. So we're putting together ideas. You you won't see a major launch in something until we have the advisory committee in place to, to say, yes, you know, that's a good, good investment. Now, structurally, we're looking at where we might hire faculty positions, what labs and uh, resources we might renovate and, and acquire. Um, we, we do have some ideas. Cer certain things will definitely move forward. Others uh, will will have conversations before we make the intentional decisions. Those are focal points in the in the hub. And for more with that interview, go to our website, twenty in a row wax dot com, and go to the Bob and Scott page, and uh, you'll hear more. That's quite a project they have going on over there, and. They're doing it in a way to sustain the program, not just to have it be a two-year project going through the state budget process or going through that $8.8 million, and uh, they want it to last a long time. We're going to have Travis on from over at Premier Livestock right after this. After the problems this year, no one has to be reminded of how cruel nature can be. I'm Shannon Latham. Come drought, hail, or high water, if you plant the minimum product required, you're fully protected by Latham Seeds Replant Program. 75 bags of Latham brand corn or a 36-bag increase gets you 100% replant. And 200 units of Latham soybeans treated with Soy Shield Plus earns the same. Let's hope not, but just in case, go to LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. 5.28 a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Scott doing the morning chores with you. And we have Travis on from over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Good morning, sir. And good morning to you, Scott. Hey, great weekend. Uh, you know, well, 
I guess you guys, we don't take weekends necessarily out in the countryside, but a great couple of days anyway, as as it were. Little snow, what do we do? Yeah, that's right. That's this time of the year and getting ready for hunting season. Yeah, so I guess the, we'll have to take it. The rut's on, I'll say that. <laughs> yes, it is. Hey, right, what's going on over at Premier, Trev? All right, we'll tell everybody about that. Good morning, everyone. This is the way your livestock did sell last week here at Premier Livestock. Our cow market last week uh, pretty much on a steady market. High-yielding cows trading from 46 up to 57.50. Most of our market cows did trade from 35 to 45 with our low-yielding low cows 34 and down. Certified organic cows, we do sell them on Mondays here. Uh, a few of them we do sell on Tuesdays. But the majority of these uh, certified organic uh, slaughter cows we are selling on Mondays. And high-yielding cows last week did trade from 65 up to 82 with our low-yielding uh, certified organic cows 60 and down. And the certified slaughter bulls uh, up to a dollar last week here at Premier Livestock. Our fed cattle last week uh, on a steady market again. High choice and prime Holstein steers, 85 to 92.50. Our low choice and select Holstein steers, 72 to 84. Our choice beef steers and heifers from 92 to 102. And the low choice and select beef steers and heifers trading from 85 to 91. Bull market on a lower market again last week. Uh, hopefully it'll be steady this week. High yielding bulls last week, 70 up to 82. Our planer quality bulls, 65 and down. Baby bull calves continue to tra- trade, uh, trade on a steady market. Most of these Holstein bull calves. 25. We did get them up to 145 last week on Monday. Our Holstein heifer calves single birth again, trading from 20 to 70 dollars per head. Our quality beef calves from 50 to 237.50 per head, and the light and poor quality calves 20 and down. Uh, last week's feeder sale on Tuesday, we did have a special here. We had 675 head. About 450 of them calves uh, were beef calves uh, on that sale last week. Our beef steers and heifers uh, 400 and down, uh, trading from uh, 110 up to 148. Beef steers and heifers four to 600 pounds, 90. 5 to 147 beef steers and heifers 6 to 900 pounds 90 to 142 them dairy cross steers uh, 400 uh, and down on steers and heifers 65 to 110 dairy beef cross steers and heifers 4 to 600 pounders 70 to 1 uh, to 99 and the dairy beef cross steers and heifers 60 to uh, 600 to 900 pounds trading from 60 to 94 our Holstein steers uh, last weekend of feeder sale trading uh, 400 pounds and down 60 to 80 our Holstein steers 4 to 600 pounds 55 to 78 and them Holstein steers 6 to 900 pounds from 50 to 74. With them off-quality older Barney and Thin cattle all trading 50 and down. Uh, coming up here at the sale barn here uh, this Friday, uh, November the 8th, we'll have our fall draft and driving horse sale here. If you got any horses you can sign for that sale or any questions, please give us a call. Next special dairy uh, sale will be uh, this Wednesday. We'll have, uh, I believe, three herds in this week. And uh, November 12th will be the next uh, bread, uh, beef, cow, and feeder uh, special. So if you got any cattle for that sale, please give us a call. We'd be glad to advertise on cattle for you. And that's kind of the way she was uh, shaped up over here at Premier Livestock last week, Scott, and we'll turn it back to you. All right. We'll talk with you, uh, well, maybe tomorrow, huh? No, I, yeah. Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. We'll talk to you Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday before the dairy sale. We'll yeah. see you then. We'll see you then, Travis. That's Travis over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Let's have a look at some of the local and state news the woman who said she killed her ex-boyfriend last year in self-defense could spend the rest of her life in prison. A jury on Friday convicted Ezra McCandless of first-degree homicide in Alexander Woodworth's death. Jurors needed just three hours to reach a verdict. McCandless will be sentenced in February. It's been one year since Western Wisconsin got the news of the deaths of three young Girl Scouts from Lake Halley. Friends and family members turned out yesterday to remember Jaina Kelly, Autumn Helgeson, Haley Hickel, and her mother, Sarah Jo Schneider. Police say a driver was high-ran them down while they were picking up trash along the highway. Troop 3055 said they'll never forget the girls, and the community in Lake Halley is making sure that never happens. A new law preventing Wisconsin utility companies from turning off customers' heat started on Friday. Friday marks the beginning of this year's heating moratorium, which means utility companies can't shut off people's heat or gas, even if they miss payments. The moratorium lasts until April 15th. Wisconsin's election managers aren't naming the local election clerks who are using old and outdated computers. The state's election commission said uh, said five of the state's 2,700 clerks are using Windows XP on their election computers. Microsoft stopped offering security updates for Windows XP five years ago. 
election commissioners say outdated computers put election files and voter information at risk. And speaking of being at risk, uh, we're at risk of it turning into winter here right shortly, weather-wise at least. Maybe we have Tucker on over at Skywarn 13 to tell us how close we're getting to that and whether these conditions are going to hang around for long. Yeah, just got here. How's it going? Going good here. Going good here. Is this cold weather going to stay for a while? Yeah, let me tell you about that. Sorry, I just ran in from quick weather. Um, <laughs> we're looking at conditions today that we're starting off actually uh, fairly mild. Um, so if you're stepping outside your door, it's going to be in the upper 30s. In fact, we will stay in the upper 30s pretty much all day. So if it feels chilly to you right now, well, you know what to wear later in the day. And skies will be mostly cloudy, which is a big reason our temperatures will not fluctuate much. You know, the one that you have the clouds in the way, it's just tough to warm up. As we get into tomorrow, we're going to start off around 20 degrees, so much cooler than today. That's because we'll have clear skies and a wind out of the northwest bringing in colder air. And for that reason, actually tomorrow, though it'll be mostly sunny during the day, we're likely to stay in the mid-30s. Now getting into Wednesday, we finally have a little bit more interesting weather, and we'll be talking about snowfall. So we're watching a system that's going to move in Tuesday evening and may linger into Wednesday morning. It won't really take up much of the day Wednesday itself. Uh, The afternoon looks to be partly clear. But if you're waking up in the morning, you may be waking up to an inch or two on the ground in Eau Claire. And I don't want to make any promises yet. That's just the potential the system has. Uh, But if the track does take it in our direction, that would not surprise me to see it all. Thursday and Friday will be two of the coolest days we have this year, starting off in the mid-teens both days, but mostly sunny at least, so it will feel a tad warmer if you're out in the light, but temperatures will have a tough time even reaching 30. This weekend looking to remain cool with a slight chance for rain or snow on Saturday. It's currently 38 degrees in Eau Claire. I'm Scott with our team meteorologist, Tucker Antico. Tucker, one of the things that I've found interesting in the last couple of winters is how we're in kind of a band, at least early in winter weather time, uh, where the snow is uh, to the north of us and the snow stays to the south of us. They got her pretty good down in southern Wisconsin this week. Yeah, they had last week at Madison. So they did for the first, uh, for the fourth time ever get one inch of snow on four consecutive days. So uh, we definitely missed uh, the, the bullet for the large part so far. <laughs> That's okay so far. Because yeah. <laughs> probably people out there with a lot of work to do yet that we don't need the snow quite yet. That I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. All right. All right. Tucker Antico over at Skywarn 13. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency this fall. Scott Schultz with Steve Kraker, Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. We're getting to the end of our season that we're, we're looking for invoices for equipment that's been purchased over the year. Hot water boilers, unit heaters, some of the greenhouse things that are going on, thermal curtains, climate controls. We've got some good incentives on the, the boilers. They're like $1 to $3 per MBH. So okay. depending on the efficiency and the size, we're giving out probably, uh, I'd say, $300 to $1,000, depending on the size and the mm-hmm. efficiency. So lots of equipment available, lots of incentives available for upgrading that heating equipment. Where do you go to find information? Focusonenergy.com. Call 888 888- Steve Kraker, the Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. I'm Scott Schultz. At this year's World Forage Analysis Super Bowl, Mycogen Seeds customers won Grand Champion of BMR Corn Silage, Grand Champion by a first-time entrant, swept all top 10 spots in the BMR category, and won the Quality Counts title. Here's what the winners have to say. Craig McDaniel from Roethlisberger Dairy. Our hybrid sample this year was uh, F2F499. The feed quality has been very good, and the uh, cows respond very well to it. We seem to make a lot of milk from it. Stanley Lewis from Rolay Dairy. This is our first year entering contest. We've been growing BMR going on 20 years, I believe now. We're very happy with it. We know there's lots of milk in it. We feed it 100% to our cows. Barb Smith from Norwich Acres. I would give the advice that, you know, don't be afraid to try something new. It's always good to be tested through Microgen. We can see the results, and if they're good, then you continue with them. Feed what the winners feed. Learn more at mycogen.com slash worldforage. Five 
9.39 a.m. here at Wax 104.5, continuing with the morning chores. Let's go over to the Equity L Tuna Market and hear the latest from Mark Koger about what's going on over there. And then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. The 96 high yielding choice and prime Holstein steers 90 to 97. We topped at 98.75. Choice Holstein steers 82 to 90. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 82 and down. 20% of slaughter cows selling on a stronger tone, selling from 50 to 57. We topped at 59. 60% of cows selling from 32 to 50. With 20% of cows selling 32 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls selling from 60 to 75. We topped at 77. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up, selling from $20 to $70 per head. The light and poor quality calves selling $20 per head and down. And the fancy beef calves selling from $50 to $150 per head. Quick reminder, next special future sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, November the 8th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please give us a call here at the market. That number is 715 835 3104. Now says Mark Kogers from the Equity L2 Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. And right on cue, we have Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. Jerry, is the sun up over there yet? Well, good morning to you, Scott. Well, not quite yet, but uh, thank goodness we're back to a normal time here. And uh, uh, definitely, I think it's much better this daylight saving time. We talk about that, but that's uh. neither here nor there. But uh, at least one good thing in the morning now that it is going to be a little lighter because, boy, I tell you, uh, when these uh, youngsters are getting on the bus in the dark, not a safe situation. So no, we've got, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. I so, think we're better off now. And like I said, all the uh, the the way the field work is today, uh, 24-7, with all the big equipment, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, I don't think daylight saving time is. But that's my commentary. So, uh, <laughs> yep, yep. I, I do wake up better in the morning, I'll say that, when it's not daylight savings time. It just... I think our system is more set for that. Well, whatever. And, of course, as, our, as we get a little bit older, you know, like you and I were talking <laughs> off air, our, our systems change anyway. So I guess we adapt. But anyway, no, I think it's yeah. uh, good to be back to regular time. And, uh, of course, it's going to get uh, darker in the afternoon, but that's to be expected. And like you said before, it's how many days until the shortest day of the year? So, 51, man, you're looking ahead. So good. when we turn the corner. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're on the way. So tell us what's going on this week at the market, Jerry. All right, we better do that. A busy week on tap here at Equity Stratford. Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. And uh, this is going to be the sales schedule this week here at Stratford. Like I said, a busy week on tap. We're going to weigh uh, bright and early this morning here with market cattle. Of course, we will be selling overnight delivered cattle first. We will be selling the market cows, fat cattle, and bulls this morning. We'll get to those baby calves around that 1130 hour this morning. And then... uh, We'll finish up with the fat cattle and the and the market cows this afternoon. All right, and tomorrow Tuesday, a busy day tomorrow Tuesday. Hay auction tomorrow at Stratford at 10 a.m. And uh, then we'll get into the dairy sale. And we do have a, a very nice lineup of dairy cattle for you folks in the dairy business. we got a very good selection of dairy cattle for that sale tomorrow, which does start at 11 a.m. Uh, we do have uh, several consignments of Holstein cows. Some are very recently fresh, some shortbread. We do also have a very good selection of springing heifers and also open heifers. Uh, some of the feature consignments on the springing heifers, we do have 13 springing Holstein heifers due in December, bred to a black Angus bull. We do have another consignment of Holstein springing heifers, all AI bred in a vaccination program. Also do have some jerseys, also breeding bulls will be available. So we do have a nice lineup of dairy cattle. If you folks are looking for cows, recent fresh cows, shortbread cows, heifers, tomorrow in Stratford, 11 a.m. And looking ahead to Wednesday, bread beef cow sale, special bread beef cow sale. We do have a nice lineup of bread beef cow sales. And uh, we do have black Angus cows. Uh, I guess the featured consignment right now, uh, we do have a consignment of black and black white-faced cows bred to Hereford Bull. Uh, also several other consignments of black Angus and Simmental cross cows. And also uh, all breeds of uh, beef cattle represented here on that sale on Wednesday. And again, the beef, bread beef cow sale will start at noon followed by the regular run of feeder cattle sale. And then, of course, on Thursday, uh, we will have our regular market auction does start at 11 o'clock. So a busy week is coming up here in Stratford, and uh, uh, all this information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, and also do keep in mind, 
Um, coming up at the end of the week will be our monthly sheep and goat sale. That will be on Saturday, November 9th at 1030. And our phone number is 715-687-4101. So, Scott, we'll turn it back to you. We'll be back here tomorrow morning to update the current market prices from today's auction and Things are changing a lot, so we'll have to see what happens. And uh, like I said, a busy week on tap. All right. And uh, you, you'll be on duty tomorrow morning again? I'll be here with Bob, God willing. <laughs> Very good. And uh, if you, and uh, today, I suppose, if you don't want to get too depressed, you don't want to be watching any of the reruns of the whatever they had yesterday over in Los Angeles. But at when, least the weather's the nice Packers over there. Play? What, they play tonight or what? The Packers? Yeah, they must play tonight, don't they? Oh, the Packers lost yesterday. Oh, they play. Oh, that was the Packers on the field. <laughs> <laughs> well, this uh, <laughs> weekend we don't have to worry about staying up tonight because who's going to waste good sleep watching the Cowboys? You know that's true. Very true. All right, Jerry. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good, Scott. Enjoy the day, and thank you. Thank you. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Land, family good weather. All a farmer needs for the simple life. Just a field, a family, sunshine, and rain. And a drone for digital imaging. And software to run geospatial analysis. And a commercial driver's license for heavy equipment. And a spreadsheet program to help maximize your return on investment. And an understanding of genetics, biology, economics, climatology, banking, global market prices, land lease negotiation, engineering, and HR management. Oh, and estate planning, so you can pass this so-called simple life onto your kids. At Pioneer, we're proud to work with generations of American farmers in the most complex and rewarding industry on Earth. So from your friends at Pioneer, thank you, farmers. Fourteen minutes before six, continuing with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report, we have Michelle on from Tureen Livestock. Good morning, Michelle, and can you tell me what time the Packers play today? Yeah, right. Boy, I tell you, I wouldn't even want to sit through that tape (laughs) when they watch it as as a team. I'd be so embarrassed, but that's okay. But you know what? They came to play in the fourth quarter. It looks like they were playing then. <laughs> That's right. So, and you did watch the entire game, didn't you? I did. And, you know, you got to give the defense some credit because they did really hold them there for quite a while. So I, I'm after being on the field all day long, I'm sure they were quite tired. So Yeah, yeah. They have to figure some things out this week and get back at it. Going into no uh, this week at, uh, what are they, 6-2? and two? Seven and two. Yeah, that isn't that Seven isn't too bad. Yeah, we'll no, take that. No, and we're really lucky. Everybody <laughs> lost in the division, so right, right, and in first place. So yeah, uh, make us all lucky, Michelle, and tell us what's going on at the at the sale barn this week. All right, thank you, Scott. Summing up the summing up the week of October twenty eighth at Terrain Livestock Market. In the slaughter cow market for the week, we topped at 62. 86% of the cows sold from 35 and above. Market cows were 46 to 62. Low-yielding cows, 33 to 45. Then in wheat cows, 32 and down. In the Holstein steer market choice and prime, 78 to 92. Selects were 76 and down. In the low market, high-yielding beef types came in at 60 to 72 with the utilities at 56 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from $25 to $100 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $20 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were $10 to $35 per head. Beef calves, $80 to $200 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were $20 to $42.5. Boars were $14 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call to market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmsalt.com. For all of us at your livestock, your family owned in that very market, have a great day. I was meaning to mention earlier, it sounds like you did some cheering yesterday. I just can 
cannot get rid of this. I don't know <laughs> what this is. I, I I've heard other people say it. They had it for four to six weeks. I'm thinking, boy, if I had this any yeah. longer, I'm just... You know, yeah. you see those things advertised on television. Maybe have you ever thought about trying one of those those things that you stick into your nose and it squirts the water up through your nose? I have that. You have, I have that. that. Oh. And I can tell you, I think I've tried more more than more uh, cold medicines and sinus medicines, and eh, it's got to run its course. They tell me so. Yeah, it has to run its course. All right. Well, we'll see how how much better you're feeling tomorrow morning. Sounds good. Take Thank care. you. That's Michelle over at Tureen Livestock. Hey, Kina, do you remember the Beatles song, I Want to Hold Your Hand? Sure, I know the song. I was thinking about asking Paul and Ringo to sing the song with new lyrics. Something like this. I want to buy your car. Dad, you are so bad. Folks, if you have a nice used car, pick up SUV or crossover. We are paying cash, top dollar, at Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. I'm Rick Moore, the owner, and we bought a lot of super nice, low-mileage vehicles because word has gotten out that we pay top dollar cash on the spot. Just bring in your nice, clean, used vehicle, and a professional appraiser will give you a no-obligation, no-pressure offer. We can usually do it in 13 and a half minutes or less. Heck, we don't care if you buy a vehicle from us or not, but we'd sure like to buy yours. Before you sell it or trade it, give us a shot to buy it at Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Fast, simple, safe. I want to buy your car. Dad, you're hurting my ears. EBJ Livestock Marketing is in our area. EBJ buys calves of all sizes and breeds three days a week in the listening area. No trucking, no commissions, and your calves are paid for before they ever leave your farm. EBJ Livestock also buys and sells groups of Holstein and beef steers with HolsteinTrader.com and BeefTrader.com. The marketing team at HolsteinTrader.com reaches multi-state regions, giving them excellent buying power. So farmers, find out what your livestock are worth. Call EBJ for a competitive bid. Call them at 800-428-1429 and check them out on Facebook and at HolsteinTrader.com. More Farm Mutuals rely on Grinnell Re to protect their assets so they can protect their policyholders. In fact, Grinnell Re is the leading reinsurer of Farm Mutuals in the U.S., providing the financial stability they expect with an A rating from AM Best to back it up. So why trust anyone but the leader? Rely on a partner that protects more Farm Mutuals than any other. Reconsider your reinsurer. Visit GrinnellRE.com today. Grinnell Re is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. 38 degrees here at Wax 104.5 with Midwest Farm Report. Wax 104.5, Midwest Farm Report. Morning chores. Let's have a look at some of the farm news. Wisconsin residents wanting to changes in the state's confined animal feeding operation rules will have to wait. State Ag Secretary-designee Brad Paff said late last week the proposed updates to ATCP 51, the State Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection Administrative Rule covering livestock operation siting was put on hold. The DATCAP had been moving ahead with rule changes and held a, a series of public hearings, but PAF said, quote, Given the tremendous importance of our dairy and livestock industries to the state of Wisconsin, we've decided to take more time to continue these discussions, end quote. In another DATCAP matter... State Major- Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald has asked Governor Tony Evers to pull PAF's nomination as the department secretary. Fitzgerald, a Republican from Juneau, said there won't be enough votes in the Republican-controlled Senate to confirm PAF. Governor Evers said the move is a political stunt. The governor said Friday, quote, It's astonishing that in the middle of a dairy crisis and trade war, Republicans want to create even more uncertainty and instability by firing the leader of the agency charged with fighting for Wisconsin's farmers and rural communities. End quote. The Senate has only confirmed five of the governor's cabinet appointments. PAF has served as the state's Farm Service Agency Director and as U.S. Department of uh, Agriculture's National Deputy Administrator for Farm Programs. He's also worked as an aide for 3rd District Congressman Ron Kind of La Crosse and former U.S. Senator Herb Cole. 
His nomination was approved earlier this year by the Senate's Agriculture Committee. He later clashed with Republican senators over the Senate's potential delay or withdrawal of funding for a state farmer's mental health program. The National FFA Convention has come and gone, and Indianapolis and Wisconsin members returned with a good share of honors. Among those awards was the Amory FFA Dairy Evaluation Team, which had a third-place finish to qualify for this summer's international competition in Scotland. Team member Courtney Glenna finished first in the written exam part of the competition. Other team members are Haley Clausen, Ella Williamson, and Catherine Elwood. Their coaches are Dato and Patty Hurtkin. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency this fall. Scott Schultz with Steve Craker, Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. We're getting to the end of our season that we're we're looking for invoices for equipment that's been purchased over the year. Hot water boilers, unit heaters, some of the greenhouse things that are going on, thermal curtains, climate controls. We've got some good incentives on the, the boilers. They're like one to three dollars per MBH. So okay. depending on the efficiency and the size, we're giving out probably, uh, I'd say, $300 to $1,000, depending on the size and the mm-hmm. efficiency. So lots of equipment available, lots of incentives available for upgrading that heating equipment. Where do you go to find information? Focusonenergy.com. Call 888 888- Steve Craker, the trade ally liaison with Focus on Energy. I'm Scott Schultz. Premier Livestock at Withy is having a special dairy cattle auction on Wednesday, November 6th at 11 a.m. with three excellent quality complete herd dispersals. Dispersal number one, 37 top quality Holstein dairy cows, tie stall 90 pound tank average, 110 somatic. Dispersal number two, 90 Holstein dairy cows, many milking more than 100 pounds, SCC of 185 AI bred, and sired through ABS and select sires. Sand bedding free stall, full vaccination program. Herd dispersal number three, 15 high quality deep pedigreed registered Holstein dairy cows, 71 pound tank average, SCC 58. Tie stall outside and graze daily. AI for more than 60 years. Call Premier Livestock at 715 229 2500 that's 715-229-2500 and check out their website premierlivestockandauctions.com see you on wednesday november 6th at 11 a.m for the special dairy cattle auction heading into the milk coast at 5 56 a.m with this morning's wax 104.5 midwest farm report chores Let's have a look at the morning markets. Corn for December is at 386, down three. December oats at 306 is steady. January soybeans are at 925, up one. Soybean meal for December at 303.50 is a ton, that is, is down 40 cents. December is at 513, that's down three. The country elevator prices on the corn side, Golden Plump at Arcadia is at 357. The countryside elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek are at 344. Countryside elevator at Osseo is at 351. Stevens Point is at 369. Sparta, 357. Ellsworth at 336. And the ethanol plants, Boyceville's at 357. Stanley, 362. And New Richmond, 357. On the soybean side, the countryside elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo all at 860. Stevens Point at 843. Elk Mound, 863. Sparta, 864. And Ellsworth at 860. The Dummers Grain Service and Buck Country Grain cash bids for corn is at 359. And for soybeans at three, or rather 864. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese ended Friday at 232 and a half, up three and th- three and three quarters. 40-pound blocks at 215 and a half, down two. Grade double A butter at 208, down a quarter. Class three futures, November is at 2019, up eight. December 1970, up 23. January 1811, up 24. February 1724, up eight. And those prices are mostly up through summer. That's it for us. This morning here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. What do you call someone who studies the weather? A climatologist. What do you call someone who evaluates investments? A financial analyst. 
A person who studies DNA? A geneticist? A person who owns their own business? An entrepreneur? Who researches markets? An economist? And who handles employees? An HR manager? Someone who keeps devices up to date? A software technician? Someone who does business internationally? A global trader? Someone who transfers assets from one generation to the next? An estate planner? And someone who does all these things? You call them a farmer. Because being a farmer is the one job that requires dozens of other jobs. And at Pioneer, we're proud that our job is to work with generations of American farmers in the most complex and rewarding industry on Earth. So from your friends at Pioneer, thank you, farmers. Can't remember the last time you replaced your headlight bulbs? Well, now is the time. Visit sylvania-automotive.com to find your perfect pair and get ready for the darkest nights of the year. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wisconsin. 